Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's still not good good enough for me. i got to fill up the tank as soon as I finish the show this morning. You know, It's one of those things I'm driving at 5 o'clock in the morning, 4.30 in the morning to get here to Hopewell. And the ding goes off, and I look at the uh, gas gauge and thought, oh, no, can I make it? Can I make it to Hopewell? And will I make it home? So at some point, i got to go drop, what, another 60 bucks to try to fill up the gas. Listen, happy Friday to you. It's the 20th day of October 2023. I'm John Reed, and I'm live this morning from the Beacon Theater in Hopewell, where this weekend they'll have the Old Dominion Barn Dance, which is a real throwback to the old WRVA days when this radio station hosted uh, what was the Virginia equivalent of the Grand Old Opry, and they still do the show here at the Beacon Theater. And then we're we're dragging them into the political era on Wednesday, November 1st for Politics and Pints, when Jeff Katz and I will join Ambassador Howard Gutman and former Virginia Governor Doug Wilder on stage for kind of a raucous night of politic- political debate. Uh, drink a couple of beers here at the Beacon Theater. And I want to tell you, the person who won the tickets, we're giving away a pair of tickets every hour here on the morning show, Mary Mueller of Rockville was the winner in the 7 o'clock hour. So stay with us here during the 8 o'clock hour. We'll give away another pair of tickets. But, Mary, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday, November 1st, here at the Beacon Theater. It really is very nice. I've never been in this place before. It's, I, I'm, i got to tell you, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Now, up in D.C., you've heard the ABC News correspondent. Boy, that guy drives me crazy every time he's on here because he keeps using the word dysfunction that the House of Representatives, the Congress, is dysfunctional. I don't know that that's accurate. Uh, Congress is functioning as the rules allow, and there is a big debate within the Republican caucus as to who the new speaker is going to be. Now, Bob Good, the congressman who represents a large swath of central Virginia, it's a pretty Republican district, he was one of the eight Republicans who did vote to, uh, what's the right word, depose... um, Uh, get rid of Kevin McCarthy as the speaker. Uh, Congressman Good is with us this morning. I appreciate you coming on, Congressman. Can you give me an update on where you think things stand here on this Friday morning? Well, great to be with you again, John. Thanks for having me. I'm looking on the TV screen in my office right now, and Jim Jordan is conducting a press conference explaining his commitment to continue to pursue uh, the will of the conference uh, and running for speaker, the overwhelming 
uh, will of the majority of Republican voters across the country who want Jim Jordan as speaker. And uh, we're going to vote a little bit later this morning. I hope we will elect Jim Jordan as speaker. You know, 200 or so Republicans support him. About 20 have not yet given him their support on the floor. I have not heard their case yet. Maybe you have. I haven't heard them explain their reasons why they're not supporting Jim Jordan. I know that they're hearing from their constituents that they want us to go ahead and elect a speaker and Jim Jordan's the only candidate. I know they're hearing overwhelmingly from their constituents that they, that they support Jim Jordan. They want their representative to vote for Jim Jordan. So my hope is he will do that today. I think uh, be elected today. I, I think he represents the transformational change we need in Congress, which has, what, a 20 percent approval rating. It's even lower than Biden. Think about that. And it's not because of the last two weeks, because we haven't had a Republican speaker. Mm-hmm. It's because of 60 years of failure, 60 years of failing the American people, both ha- both sides of, of the aisle, if you will, uh, Democrats with the terrible harm they've done with their policies, Republicans, frankly, just not standing strong and fighting and using every tool at our disposal to reverse the radical effects of the, the radical agenda and the harmful effects of the uh, uh, those like Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer. When you're endorsing Jim Jordan, and say, I don't know these guys uh, personally, I've met them, but I don't know them. You know them. What 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 gives you confidence in Jim Jordan? that you didn't have after watching the first nine months of Speaker McCarthy? What's the difference between these two guys? Yeah, yeah, great question. For one, Jim Jordan is not owned by the special interests, the lobbyists, the donor class, the K Street, Wall Street folks. And that's why the swamp is fighting so hard against him. There's this undercurrent against him because he was not selected by them. He is not beholden to them. He is a grassroots conservative. He's the people's speaker. Very different than Kevin McCarthy, who was in leadership for 12 years, you know, minority whip, majority whip, minority leader, majority leader, and was you know, the biggest fundraiser in the party. Steve Scalise right behind him. All three of them came in together. Uh, Steve Scalise as the majority leader in leadership right alongside Kevin McCarthy all of that time. The conference just, did, frankly, didn't want to vote in the next in line. Steve Scalise's candidacy was not derailed by the eight or the 20 or even the Freedom Caucus. It was by dozens of other members of the conference who had didn't want to just promote the next man up, if you will, the next in line, someone who they thought was responsible with the entire leadership team for the failures. So Jim Jordan was organically recruited by members. Again, he's overwhelmingly supported by Republicans around the country. I mean, I started this journey to run for Congress four years ago, and the number one person who, from the very beginning, back in 2019 through today, that I have heard from Republican voters who they want as speaker is Jim Jordan. And that transcends all congressional districts uh, that are Republican held anyway, Republican majority districts, certainly, um, because he's the, he, he represents, he's a fighter, he's a leader. And frankly, he's he's a he's a consensus compromise candidate. He's not the same uh, guy he was ten years ago when he was leading the rebels, if you will, and started the Freedom Caucus and was challenging John Boehner. You know, he's he's chairman of the Judiciary Committee. He's been a team player, so to speak. He supported Kevin McCarthy. He felt like that was the right thing to do as a chairman. He supported Steve Scalise when Steve Scalise initially defeated him. 110 to 99 on the first vote before Steve Scalise pulled out. And that was Steve Scalise's choice. Steve Scalise chose never to go to the House floor for a vote because he knew 
he wouldn't come close. Jim knew he would come close, and he's willing to fight for it, and he's being urged by us to hang in there and keep fighting. The other thing, John, I'll just make, and I know you're probably short on time, people tell him, oh, well, Jim doesn't have it. He went from 200 to 99. Kevin McCarthy's numbers went down for nine rounds. Nine rounds. In the ninth round, he began to stable, but it wasn't until the 12th round that Kevin McCarthy gained one vote. Now, I don't think we're going to take 12 rounds or 15 rounds, but my point is Kevin McCarthy descended from 203 to 199 over the course of nine rounds, then leveled out and did not increase by one vote until the 12th round. So for those who are acting like, oh, Jim Jordan, he can't get it because he, you know, he, on the second ballot, he got three more votes that he didn't have and lost four votes that he did have. It changed by one. Uh, you know, he still represents the 90% of the conference. And again, back in January, our case was we're voting against the status quo, we're voting against the establishment, we're voting against the failures of the past. We can't continue those. Those are destroying the country. The Republican Party has been failing us, and the leadership is responsible for that. To, and, and the base was with us and didn't want Kevin McCarthy. Today, it's very different. These guys are not making the case against Jim Jordan, and the base is not with them. The base wants Jim Jordan. Now, I've got a bunch of people who write me, you know, either loving what I'm saying or complaining every day. I can count on them. I'm in that same boat. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, one of the questions I've gotten is, is looking back on the change in speaker, let's say say today Jim Jordan becomes the new speaker of the House of Representatives. Right. Do you think it was a strategic mistake to drag everybody through this for these two weeks? I mean, it's bad PR, but maybe people forget about it. How do you evaluate that judgment looking back right now? Clearly, when you do what we did a couple of weeks ago, there's calculated risk there. There's uncertainty. There's doubt. You can't be, you know, you can't be uh, crystal clear on what the exact outcome is going to be. But we felt like with a $2.2 trillion deficit, $33 trillion national debt, we haven't fought to secure the border. We haven't fought to fight against the weaponization of the government against its citizens. We have made no difference as a Republican majority. And I just challenge you to point, we've made no difference. Mm-hmm. The, the debt ceiling increase was the same thing Democrats would have done. The continued resolution, the same thing Democrats would have done. And nothing else have we gotten through the Senate but those two bills. So we have made no difference. So while you and I are obsessed with what's going on because we're paid to do that. You in the media and me as a member of Congress, the American people are not obsessed over who the speaker is and they will not be concerned about it two weeks from now, you know, how long it took for us to get a speaker. They will be concerned about is Congress working for them? Is Congress fighting for them? Is the Republican party doing what they were elected to do? And so we have to do that. We got a year before the next election to show a difference and what Jim Jordan will do. I think he'll make a policy difference. I'm not going to say it's going to be transformational on the policies where the previous speaker has left him in a tough spot with the funding of the government. However, Jim Jordan just disrupts Congress. He disrupts the status quo. He, dis, he is a blow to the swamp structure to where regular members who are supported by the grassroots can rise through the ranks of leadership, get elected to chairmanships and positions of influence within the conference where they've been shut out basically up to this point. What do you do with this $100 billion proposal from yeah. Joe Biden, speaking of disrupting the, uh, the cash flow here, since we're already um, in, in such terrible debt? Do, is there a way for Republicans to cut that down? Is that appropriate in this Well, my hope would be that when we get a Republican speaker that we wouldn't bring it to the floor for a vote. We shouldn't be conflating uh, Israel with Ukraine, with other 
un, ill-defined, undefined humanitarian relief. You know, we shouldn't be uh, uh, spending $100 billion and only, what, $10 billion of it is directed towards Israel. I think there's widespread support for Israel. Frankly, the Israel spending ought to be offset, John. We ought not to be borrowing to do it. We ought to be offsetting it and cutting $10 billion from somewhere with a $200 billion deficit to, to support I like Israel. I the way you so think, but good luck, right? Yeah, well, that's true, based on our past history. But hopefully, at least, we wouldn't bring this $100 billion bill to the floor uh, and utilize, frankly, politicize what's going on in Israel as an excuse to get $90 billion that can't pass on its own, apparently, and they want to stick it with the Israel funding. All right. Congressman Bob Good will be watching today to see if we have a new speaker. Does Jim Jordan ascend to that role, or do we uh, carry this into next week? I really appreciate the chance to talk. Thank to you, John. Great to be with thank, you. Thank you very much. All right, it is, that's interesting, right? <laughs> He's sitting right there in, on Capitol Hill getting ready to <laughs> go into the House chambers, so that's interesting to talk to him. It's 817 on this Friday morning. We're going to come back. We'll check on the weather. We'll get ready to give away another pair of tickets to Politics and Pints here at the Beacon Theater, live from Hopewell this morning. Stay with us on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.